Rochester, New York, the home of the Strong National Museum of Play, White Hots, and the George Eastman Museum, this is FC3 Monkey Business, your one-stop shop for everything geeky. Starring Billy DeTore, Tanya Metris, and Chris Frank in real 3D. And here's your host, Chris Frank. All right, kids, we are home. We're back. We are at a home. We're, we should be in a home. We should be committed. <laughs> a new home. A new home. Um, so we'll talk about the 800-pound gorilla in a moment. But this is Your Monkey Business, and I am your host as always. My name is Chris. And with me as always, radio legend, Billy DeTori. Huh? Where? <laughs> Two, about four feet to my left. Okay, just find me a radio company. I know, seriously. Uh, and then the, the young and effervescent Tanya Metris on the third wheel. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> She's third wheeling today. Uh, uh, really? We need to get you a computer. This doesn't seem right. You're My sitting, computer's over there. You're, you're sitting there and you have nothing to research on. How? What's going to happen if I, I say, hey, I phone. need something? You have your phone. I have my phone right. and I have wireless. We do. That's yes. true. Uh, we're on the, the radio radio free monkey network now. We've sh- Some things have changed since the last time we were in a studio. We're, um, we're in a new year. We're in a new year. It's now 2020. We can see things clearly now. Because that joke's never going to get old. And um, and Billy, something happened. Yeah, uh, the company I worked for, they dislocated people, according to the press release. Dislocated. I was one of about a thousand people nationwide dislocated by their change. Is that the nice way of saying fired these days? Yeah. Laid off? Yeah. Disloc- I dislocated a shoulder. Does that mean I'm g- it's going to get severance pay? I was dislocated. Oh, hey, Madonna Mia, that's terrible. Well, I'm very sorry to hear that, but it, it sounded like on the right out to... Uh, to Dan's house today that you have a lot of things, a lot of pokers in the fire working. Yeah, I've, I've made, strangely not a lot of contacts in the last 10 years that, I don't, I'm not going to say I took them for granted, but the outpouring of love and it, it's been the support. crazy yeah. support in the last three or four days mm-hmm. from listeners, friends, family. Um, friends of friends, friends of friends, and it's, I've I I know more people than I thought I knew. That's amazing. That's and see, that's got to be the, the big silver lining of all this. And luckily, no, the people I worked with, Brother Weeze, is a huge <laughs> mentor, and right. he's very connected, and which makes me very connected. And so things may be happening, and I'll I'll wind up working one way or another because well, to me, it's not about. The job I have, it's the people I work with. Right. You know, and I, I said if I wind up going back to a factory, I'm 100% okay with that mm-hmm. as long as I like the people I work with because that's all that matters to me. That's why I'm here with you guys because oh, I like we you love guys. you absolutely. And I, you know, it was funny over the years as we talked about possibly, ha- you know, building our own studio so that we could have access to do things extra other than the main monkey business podcast i kept telling you i said we're not doing anything without you and, and i want I'm, I'm hoping we proved that because you know? oh, you're more you're more to us than just the guy with the studio yeah. you know you've always been part of the family as far as we were concerned and so uh so i'm we're yeah, gonna I make sure that everything you guys have done we love, said. We love the billy Tiny love the billy so we're not doing this without you of course not i'm here and how about you tanya how you been oh now i'm getting attacked by a cat it was my turn <laughs> It's my turn. Yay. I love it when it's my turn. It's our podcast mascot. We now have, a, yeah, seriously, we have Juno. Like you were pointing out, we have Juno. For Nerd World for News. For Nerd World News. And now we're at Dan's house in in Dan's illustrious basement. Our, our new studios. Our new studio. 
This is so cool though because there's like uh, it's 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 a little and freeing to be honest. In addition to a podcast, we're we're, we're taking video we're and, and pictures it, and whatnot, yes. and this this too shall evolve over time, uh, which is kind of wild because it's it's actually kind of it's it pushed us to start doing things that we've been talking about doing for right. years, you know. And so it, it, there's lots of good things. You know, Billy's going to get an even better job. He's going to land on his feet, no problem. We're doing our thing. This all together, we're all one piece. So this is kind of cool. I'm, I'm enjoying and this. And if this one so good thing has happened out of this, I got to be even more geeky. Last couple of days, Susan and I have been to watch Firefly. Nice, I've fantastic. Seen it before, but we wanted to watch 14 episodes in three days plus the Serenity movie. And you don't have to set an alarm right now. No, I've been going to bed at like one in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of getting up at one in the morning. Yeah. I, I, now yeah, my I, only alarm is a cat that wants to be fed. <laughs> 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 Juno was doing that because uh, it gets cold in the basement or it gets cold in the uh, the kitchen where I keep her uh, crate at my house. So she, I've been letting her sleep on the bed with me because I got this big old queen size. And it's, you know, just me. And um, at about three o'clock in the morning the other day, I woke up to the most awkward and invasive wet willy known to man. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm, I, it, it, I shock awake, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then I realize it's her, and I'm like, Jesus, Judah, what the hell? And then she started. She jumped off the bed. She's standing at the doorway, and I'm like, okay, fine. You get to go out at three in the morning. I hate you. And that's why when Anne said, oh, I'll take Juno to my house, I'm thinking that might not be a bad plan. <laughs> For a day or two, and then Anne's <laughs> delivering her to somebody else. She's now a year old. She's still a nuclear reactor with paws. Basically, she's so, she has gotten she's, she's gotten some she's chunk. Yeah, she's chunk a chunk, chunk now. Yeah, I feed her twice a day, whether she needs it or not. Apparently, so mm. yeah, my fuzzy super chunk. Anyway, no. no um, How you doing there, T? Not too bad. I'm mm-hmm. um, I'm rocking some of my 49ers colors for the championship Sunday. Oh right, right, right there. So I'm hoping that they'll be going to the Super Bowl. Possibly in Super two Bowl weeks. bound 49ers. I'm hoping. So of course we're recording on a Sunday and we're going to drop this on Wednesday. Hopefully, as we always do. As we always do. Yeah. Um. So you, yeah, I have that, and um, I'm just a teeny tiny bit stressed out. Why is that? My baby's no longer going to be a baby anymore. What do you mean? He's turning 21 on Friday. Oh, Tyler. Tyler, my 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 firstborn. He's going to be 21 on Friday. 21 and on Friday. Evan has already brought him alcohol and, <laughs> and has put it in the cabinet. So my mom's yelling, "What's his number? I'm going to give me his number." And does he's she doesn't want to hear anything about her her baby mm-hmm. grandson being able to drink. Oh, she she's going to be mad when the prostitute shows up. <laughs> Funny you should mention that because my uncle Scott Funny what? Because my Funny uncle, you should mention that, really? Because my uncle Scott on our Christmas holiday uh-huh. party before on the Sunday was talking about in a month that Tyler's going to be 21 so they were going to take him to a strip club. Oh my god. And I want to go to that just and, to see and, his reaction. And Tyler got so red and was so embarrassed and uh-huh. whatever like and now it got my uncle Scott, my uncle John, my cousin Johnny, my dad was even going to fly back from Florida for this and everything and Tyler's like now not not wanting to come out of his room. So we now have a uh, nickname for my uncle Scott. It's now Uncle Kinky. Uncle Kinky. Uncle Kinky. So call him Hugh. It, so Tyler's a little freaked out by it, but Deanna, um, one of our other um, board members and um, friends, mm-hmm. she asked me yesterday. Well, T's been on the show on yeah, several occasions. What kind of alcohol Tyler likes? 
And I'm like, well, so because she's going to get he him something. Doesn't know yet. He he's had a sip of stuff every so often mm-hmm. under the guise and the of doing the, it at home in front at of the home parents. In front of the parents, monitored. And, yep. You know that's how you teach him. Um, and I said, not your father's root beer because it's not very potent or alcohol wise. Oh, it's mom, also horrible. My mom's freaking out about that too. She's like, give me Deanna's number. Let me get. It. And we're laughing hysterically. What, what was your first legal drink? A Long Island iced tea, mm-hmm. and it is like one of the worst drinks ever. It's, it's it depends on if it's blended the right way, because if it's blended oh, the right way, it's yeah. so amazing. Yeah. No. Um, Billy, I know you're not much of a drinker, but it, I it, don't did, drink. I, I've have you never, ever? I, I've tried beer. I don't, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm with you with that. I don't like the taste of and beer. I, I, mm-hmm. If I'm gonna taste something, drink something sweet. May as well drink soda. And okay. Save the few brain cells I have left. <laughs> I respect that. I have that. better ways to kill my brain. <laughs> Video games and cartoons yeah, and exactly. good movies. Binge watching Netflix all day. My first was a uh, screwdriver. My uh, my buddy Bob Meadows uh, mixed it up for me. I was he they were just coming back to uh, campus for their senior year, and he was a year behind me in college. And uh, so I came up to the party, and since my birthday is in September, I'm right at the beginning of the school year typically, and. So my very first legal drink from September fir- September first, it hit midnight. Boom! Now it's September second. He handed he just walked in and handed it to me right there. He goes, "Drink this," and it was orange. I said, "What is it?" He goes, "It's orange. Drink it." I'm like, "Okay." So and it turned out to be a screwdriver. So there's some trivia for you. I think that's whoop, as I kick my water bottle across the room. I'll get that later during a break, <laughs> or the cat will bring it back to me. I don't know. Uh, but that's kind of the gist of things. Uh, we're we're to this. Uh, we're gonna take a break us. in a moment. And, but uh, when we come back, we're going to be doing a, a look forward to things that are going to be happening in 2020. We'll talk a little bit about FC3. We'll talk about, about what we plan on doing with the podcast. We're going to talk about movies and TV that's going to be coming out in 2020. Uh, but we're also going to have, we have a series of questions yes. that Anne has put together uh, since we're, we're essentially starting over. You know, new studio, new way of doing things. We're going to kind of try to do some uh, some different stuff, take it, take the, the whole the whole company into a different direction. Uh, get to know your nerds, as we've done in the past a couple of times. We've had some fun doing those quizzes on Facebook and things like that together. Uh, so this is going to be a little questionnaire, and uh, we're going to do that as well. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get into looking forward. Ladies and gentlemen, and this time we mean it. <laughs> so that's the wonderful thing about a new studio is we're working out the kinks. Oh, Hard- whoa! Oh. <laughs> Harder. <laughs> really? <laughs> Fortunately, there's video proof of what you're really doing over here. <laughs> Hi. Hi, mom. It's like my phone is underneath the microphone thing, and yeah, bounced. Bouncy. <laughs> I think I'm gonna move it. I think I'm gonna move it. I'm not gonna do that again. Come on, that was just that was a that was a one time thing. Don't worry about it. All right. Closer to Philly. What was I talking about the last time we tried this? We came back from break the first take. Let's see. Oh, California. California. California, here we come. Um 
Dan was doing some metrics recently, and we have a lot of listeners in California, so I just wanted to take a time to uh, reach out and say hello to the West Coast, and thank you guys. We love having you on board with us. Uh, take a moment to giant, jump on our Facebook one of these days and you know throw some feedback on one of our posts. Let us know who you are so we can say hi properly. Um, Do you think we can continue going west and like hit uh, Japan, China, Australia, just keep going right around the globe? Well, we're huge in Egypt, so we've already filled in halfway around the globe. So. Well, maybe we could keep going. We can keep going. Uh, Did e- you- Egypt, New York, though. Uh, well, <laughs> I remember when... Just past Victor. When, when we moved over to Transistor for our hosting site, mm-hmm. uh, within the first week... Somebody in Paris, France, downloaded the entire catalog. Wow! Like, like within, a, like in the first week, and I'm like, so cool! Hey, vive la France! <laughs> I don't know. So, what are we looking forward to this year? Please, somebody take the pressure off of me at the moment. Well, there's new movies coming out. And new movies. New TV shows new TV. coming out. Um, I'm looking forward to the Niners going to the Super Bowl in two weeks. Maybe. I'm looking forward to the Niners going to the Super Bowl in two weeks. Definitely. Maybe. <laughs> I think it's going to be Niners and Chiefs. Today they're playing um, Minnesota Vikings. No, they're not. No? The Vikings lost. Oh, no, Green Bay Bay Packers. That's right. Sorry. uh, So that could be a good game. They played the Vikings last week. Last week. Yeah, they they already won that one. Okay. See, they won. I'm a little out of it. She's a little punch drunk over there. I'm Coke Zero. I did not add anything to it. I didn't add anything to the Coke Zero today. Uh Uh-huh. That's what you said last time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, Picard's coming out soon. The what? Picard. Oh, Picard. Yeah, this week Picard is coming out. Is it the out. 20th? Uh, Thursday. So, whatever Thursday is. The 23rd. The 23rd is Picard Day. Um, here's my concern. I, I have no doubt that Patrick Stewart will be part of a quality product, but they are hyping the ever-loving hell out of this one, and I have never failed to see hype fail i mean like john carpenter from mars for instance they hyped the ever-loving hell out of it and that movie bombed so horribly now here's the thing about that one is that actual you know ticket sales almost matched production budget it was the uh the marketing campaign that sunk it they spent like a hundred million dollars on marketing this movie and they lost a hundred million dollars on that movie so it's like, wait, whoa, okay, hang on. Um, so I'm just concerned that there's going to be uh, a lot, a lot of hype and maybe not a lot, a lot of delivery. But knowing that Patrick Stewart is involved, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching it nonetheless. I'm going to be camped out. Now, CBS All Access has been relatively successful so yeah. far. Yeah, I like Star Trek Discovery. Do you, do you think this one is going to be the linchpin show that's going to sort of help it over the hump and gain... It could sort of be. Netflix-like numbers. It could be. It could be. And um, I'm hoping that it does. Because here's the thing is, I, I you know, we, and we've done an episode on the toxicity of nerd culture mm-hmm. and how people just bash the ever-loving hell out of everything lately. Um, the, the venom that is still out there for Star Trek Discovery and how I can mention Discovery. Like when I was doing the Star Trek panel at the last convention, mm-hmm. uh, I mentioned Star Trek Discovery. And the guy in the front row immediately said, oh, that garbage. I said, did you watch it? I didn't have to. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, you now have officially missed the point. See, why would you not want to watch something that you loved? I know. Seriously. I love all of Star Trek. I, well, Voyager, I'm still a little quick. But, but still, at least give it a chance. Mm-hmm. You know, if... I've been a, a superhero fan forever. Oh, if, yeah. You know, and I've fallen behind in my CW shows. Me but, too. But I'm not going to trash Batwoman without seeing Batwoman. Right. 
I mean, I'm not a, and I hope it's good. I'm I'm not a huge Ruby Rose fan, but everybody who's watched the show tells me she has done spectacular with it. So I'm willing to give her the chance. I want and things. Your head I want camera. things. I like to be good. Why so are you that, shaking your head, in? Ruby Rose is my girl crush. That's fine. <laughs> I'm, I, I, you know what? I I, I actually that. have seen an episode or two or of Batwoman, and mm-hmm. it's something that yeah, I would love to continue watching. But I am so far behind on my CW shows mm-hmm. and other shows, and and they've and, managed to spoil all the good moments from Crisis on Infinite Earths, which I I've, I have not I, seen. I anything. know. Oh, I'm yeah. so mad. I'm, I haven't seen any of it. I haven't seen, I haven't any, seen, any, of seen any of the spoilers either. So how did you avoid the spoilers? I don't know. How well, about the part where Spider Man showed up? I thought that was amazing. <laughs> I did. Kylo Ren show up too? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. He and, was in and, episode two. And the child. Yes. And the child. Okay. Yes. You're watching The Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> no, I cannot watch The Mandalorian because I still do not have Disney Plus access. What do you mean? I gave you the freaking. No, you have not. Somebody give me a piece of paper <laughs> right now. How many times have I said, <laughs> like, whatever? No, I have not gotten it. No, my, my concern this week is will my Spectrum internet actually stay on long enough for me to watch Picard? Your Spectrum internet is as stable as our current president. I'm just going to say oh that. Oh, my right God. It, it, like, last Sunday, it was down for 13 hours in our neighborhood. Jeez. Yesterday, it was out for like two and a half, three hours, at least an hour or so. Every day, I can't wait for green light to finally up. install in my neighborhood. And our, I've looked at the green light uh, to see where we are in the status queue type thing. Mm-hmm. Our neighborhood's only at fifty-two percent interested. Yeah, mine's and, just, like sixty something. And until you get a hundred percent interested, they're not going to come. Now, my whole concern, jumping to that, because what I would be looking forward to in twenty twenty is stable internet. <laughs> um, <laughs> we've got people that probably don't even have internet or don't even know to potentially sign up mm-hmm. for green light and things like that because they're maybe not aware of anything because they live underneath a rock or well, something here's like idea. that or they're here's an idea it's election season right so people are used to people with petitions showing up at their house so get a green light petition and go stumping for your candidate i'm getting but i'm petitioned for green light oh what are they running for i have um, disney plus now <laughs> it's fine by me thanks sam you're welcome <laughs> could have sworn i gave you the login information but whatever nope you're like oh i gotta get that oh i gotta get that every this- nerd world news you're like t remind me i've got information and then for you, you don't remind me because i'm at dance class so i can't for 45 minutes and then by that time it's totally slipped my okay mind. so it's not entirely my fault though mm. so you got that on video mm. <laughs> So Billy, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I've, I got I got time. Be worth it. <laughs> I have an itch on the back of my head. Yeah. Yeah. How's how's that going? <laughs> There's someone back there that might scratch it for you. Yeah. No. <laughs> Uh, okay, so what are you looking forward to in 2020? Other than Picard. Actually, Wonder Woman is the movie I'm. Wonder Woman 1980. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. That looks like it's going to be really interesting with with local. Local talent, Kirsten Wig. That's right, is the cheetah. As the cheetah. I hope it has any uh, pictures leaked out of her cheetah costume yet? No. I'm hoping it's cl- like classic cheetah with the spots and the kitty cat ears. Couldn't and, uh, even tell you what I have seen of her with onset photographs. Mm-hmm. I've seen two stages of her characters. I, I would call it like almost like a descent is what I'm getting from okay. the pictures alone, where you see her in a very typical 1980s kind of office. 
you know, the long mm-hmm. skirt, the sweaters looking very, you know, kind of frumpy to almost mm-hmm. a degree. And then there's another picture cycling around where she's looking really like ragged. She's like dressed normally, but she's looking really kind of disheveled. And she's got this look in her eye like hell, just get there. Mm-hmm. And so you're not sure if she's this descent into madness is what she's what they're trying to portray or not. Um, so we'll see what, what comes around. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, after seeing uh, Kristen do so much comedy. To see her kind of like in an action movie, that's going to be cool. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing her stretch her chops and see what she's got, you mm-hmm. know? That's cool. I'm, I'm willing to give her that shot. That's cool. Um, what are some of the other? Harley Quinn is coming out. Harley Quinn. Which uh, is Bird, much, Birds of Prey. Yeah, Birds of Prey. Harley Quinn. Um, the new Top Gun movie. New Top Gun. Um, uh, Black Widow. Black Widow. Black Widow's May, coming that's out. That's May, what, May 1st, I think? I think so. Um, uh, Kristen Stewart has got a new kind of an action thriller underwater. Under that's the one where it goes. Um, the they're um digging on the, They're digging or mining on the bottom of the ocean, uh-huh. and something they hit something and it cracks and they it's like too deep and yeah, too greedily. Something, something Wait, like there's a Lord of the Rings reference. Number one. See, um, I, I'm hoping for something uh, like a hidden treasure, something that isn't being hyped we don't know about like over the holidays or just before the holidays saw knives out and i don't know if you saw I, that i haven't I, seen it yet I oh saw it. it's so good that's what it's i've been like told by everyone yeah. james, james irish was a big fan of that one clue type movie. yeah just a fun murder mystery tons of twists and turns and some when something's a surprise mm-hmm. you know it, it avoids the overhype that like that chris mm-hmm. was talking about the possibility with picard if you don't have the hype you get pleasantly surprised by some things right yeah it's like when like i'd like going to the movies when the trailers are all like like the trailer for the movie is only like the first five minutes of the movie, and mm-hmm. then everything else is a surprise. That that's that happened with uh, uh, Endgame. Yeah, that yeah. that they saw whatever, and it, it happened in like the first five minutes. The trailers like, of Endgame had absolutely nothing to do with the movie. It turned out, yeah, we didn't know that at the time. Yeah, so that was a pleasant surprise to actually mm-hmm. have great. two hours and fifty five minutes that. I had no idea what was going to happen. When when the first official Rise of Skywalker trailer came out, mm-hmm. and people were like, what? That's just that's just a bunch of hero shots. What the hell? There's nothing to it. I'm like, yeah, they're not telling you the damn story ahead of time, yeah. idiot. <laughs> you know? I try to actively avoid trailers unless mm-hmm. I see them at the theater. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't go on the internet and, okay. and wait for the trailer. The next trailer yeah. to drop or when mm-hmm. it's, like, during I, football I, season. Yeah. It's like, oh, at halftime, they're going to show the trailer for this. And then, like, the next day, one of my students is like, did you see the trailer? I'm like, no, I didn't. He goes, pull it up, pull it up, pull it up. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm like, There's, and, and it's great seconds? that it's, it does create a certain level of excitement. It always has. That's always a good thing. So, Let's see. Um... What are this? There's a new James Bond movie coming out this year. I've always been a Bond fan. Me so. too, especially Daniel Craig's Bond has been. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to say it. Daniel Craig's the best Bond. He has been to for me yeah, the I, best I, Bond, and I've seen them all. I mean, and, no, and I'm not trying to throw shade on anybody before him, except for maybe George Lazenby. Yeah. Sorry, George. Um, you know, but he has really been quintessential. I've read the books. He's been great. Yes, and this is the guy closest the, to the novel, you know, the actual the character. Spectre movie wasn't. Is good though. No, Casino Royale was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, it, Skyfall. Skyfall, I loved, but Spectre wasn't that. He's but great. Spectre Daniel was the most recent one. Yeah, yeah. Daniel Craig is great as Bond, but mm-hmm. uh, to me, Goldfinger to me is just my Bond it's a classic. Movie. Absolutely classic. 
you know, and, and I, cause that's, that's always the tough part when you're in a position like ours with podcasting and being quote unquote experts on things is, is I always want to make it clear that I'm not trying to malign anything yeah. that came before it. Exactly. I'm just telling you, I appreciate this one the most. Yeah. Even my, my first bond was Roger Moore and yeah, I didn't realize, too. I didn't realize a lot of people didn't <laughs> like him. Uh-huh. I just, I enjoyed the spy that loved me mm-hmm. and, uh, live and let die fun movies, yeah. good movies. And those are the first ones I saw. Mm-hmm. Of his Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan was Pierce good. Pierce Brosnan was good. <laughs> if you talk to my buddy Chuck from uh, from high school, Chuck did not like Pierce Brosnan at all. But you know, I think well, he got screwed uh, when he originally was supposed to get the job and right. wound up locked into the Remington Steel right contract, which NBC brought back for an extra season after they'd already canceled it. Mm-hmm. So he took the James Bond gig. No, we're going to bring Rem- Remington Steel back for one more season. Yeah, and so he that was that was such a hatchet job on their part to do that to so him. So Timothy Dalton wound up yeah. with the job for for one movie or two, two maybe three. No, I don't think it was that many. I think it was one, maybe two. The, Tanya, uh, are you looking that up. What the Timothy, Timothy Dalton, Dalton? How many James, James Bond, Bond movies Bond was he in? Movies. I think it was just the. I want to say it was just one or two. Let's see. View to a Kill was Roger, Roger Moore. Moore. That was his last, wasn't yes, it? Yes, it was. And so then it was Living Daylights. That the Living Daylights is one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Uh, Living Daylights, License to Kill. Okay, okay, so he had two of them. So he had two. I think so. I didn't think he was going to last long. So. And he was fine. Yeah. Yeah. He did fine. Yeah. He was very. Grim, which I thought was good because mm-hmm. that was that's the character. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's that's me being a purist because, like I said, I read the books when I was in college. Yeah. Ian Fleming's actual James Bond novels, mm-hmm. and the character was very serious, serious, very self-destructive. Mm-hmm. Like there was a scene I can't remember in one of the books, uh, I can't remember which one, but there was a scene where he's like, "I do what I do because somewhere along the line, I'm hoping I die in the line of duty because I just I I can't live with myself anymore." You know, which so it brings up a whole ton of issues, but that was just like he throw himself into things because, and he'd be the womanizer and the drinker because he just didn't care. That's how he was so good at what he did. He had no, uh, no empathy, right? You know, you know yeah. or may, he might have had mm-hmm. compassion, empathy for others, but none for himself. Yeah. It was a very interesting character. Do you know what movie I'm <clears throat> sort of worried about? Hmm. Doolittle. I am too. I really Robert am. Downey Jr. is a great actor, uh-huh. but the trailers haven't grabbed me, and I'm they almost not quite, feel like a Disney throwaway movie. I'm not quite sure what the vibe of the movie is supposed to be—lighthearted, serious. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'll let you know. My parents are seeing it um, right now. Oh, is it out already? I thought it was yeah. next week. No, it came out on Friday. This and past he- Friday, the 17th. Okay. Um, so they went to watch it at 11:45. Cause I, I get the feeling, for some reason, in my mind, I'm connecting it, well, Robert Downey Jr., with the Sherlock Holmes movies that Downey did. It almost looks that, like he's channeling that character. Yeah. They're, they're kind of disposable. Mm-hmm. Fine, fun, but not... Maybe this is just his first step towards separating himself from, from Iron, Man. Iron Man, from Tony Stark. You yeah. know, just do this. Just it, This is, you know, he's... Right now, the Marvel Cinematic Universe has hit, made him so rich that he can do whatever the he's hell he wants. He's such a good wants. actor. I'd like to see him do a yeah. serious Chaplin or... And, and I'm sure he will. Yeah. I'm sure he will in time, but right now, I think he's just stretching his legs for the fun of it. Mm-hmm. Right now, yeah. Rotten Tomatoes is giving it 18%. Wow. Oh, my... <laughs> 
I, I got my my vibe was right. Yeah. yeah. Doctor Doolittle lives in solitude behind the walls of his lush manor in 19th century England. His only companionship comes from an array of exotic animals that he speaks to on a daily basis. But when young Queen Victoria becomes gravely ill, the eccentric doctor and his furry friends embark on an epic adventure to a mythical island <laughs> to find the cure. Excuse me. Where they find Eddie Murphy. <laughs> um, is Susan, I got that reference. Is Susan Downey his wife? I don't no. know. I don't think so. Yes. No, yes, she is. Yeah. It is. She's one of the producers. Okay. Like I said, I think, you know, it's like I said, this he's so successful because of everything he's done up to date that he's entitled to go ahead and do whatever he wants for fun at this point. I think he's just doing a lighthearted, like, just to entertain and mm-hmm. do something to keep himself busy while he's getting ready for the next big projects. A, uh, a video recommendation. If you've never seen Hearts and Souls. Hearts and Souls? Uh, Robert Downey Jr. back in the early 90s. Just a romantic comedy. Okay. Uh, but he plays a guy who has the spirits of four people that died at the exact oh, moment he was born. Yeah. So I he has their one. souls attached to him. Uh-huh. And it's just a wacky comedy, but it's sweet and it's funny. And I recommend I it. I do remember that one. I never saw it, but I do remember when that came out now. Um, on the 14th of February, Sonic the Hedgehog is coming out. <laughs> now, while this is probably not Oscar worthy cinematics, uh, I'm going to go see it because that's my tribute to the producers and directors of this movie who recognized that there was a fan backlash and chose to suck it up and spend the extra money to fix the appearance of this central character of Mm -hmm. Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm thinking, you know what? They could have just easily just shoved it out there and said, you know what? We've done our bit for King and Country. We spent Mm -hmm. the money we're going to spend on it. We don't care about fan service. We're going to throw out the movie as it is. They listened. They reacted. And they they took the the hit to the wallet to fix it and hopefully make their product better. For that alone, I may hate the movie, but I'm going out and I'm going to give them my my money because I want to support that kind of decision-making process. I think you're right because on my social media, there's a lot of backlash over a recent move made by uh, a media company. And I'd love to see that company change their mind. Oh, yeah. And. (laughs) Yeah. You think? Yeah. Inside <laughs> I, joke. I'm sorry. No, it's not that inside. We talked about it at the top of the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, w- I would like them to change their mind too, yeah. but, you know. Just so I could go- tell them no. Is there, <laughs> is there a Ghostbusters? There's a Ghostbusters movie coming there's out. There's a Ghostbusters yeah. movie coming out. With I'm looking the, forward to that. Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd. It's and- um, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Mm-hmm. That should be very cool. Um, another Vin Diesel being all like fast and furious nine there's fast and furious but there's also another uh, one called bloodshot where he's playing another yet another immortal character that goes out to fight the bad guys uh morbius is the next uh, marvel product to get uh, to the big screen but that's through sony uh so that's going to be the venom verse rather than the mcu so that should be interesting to see what happens oh, there the and that's one- jared leto's redemption arc i think because jared leto got crushed for doing joker uh, with the in the uh, Suicide Squad in the Suicide Squad movie, the one that looks funny is Free Guy. It's starring Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. That's like they're yes. in like the the video game or uh, whatever. He's an NPC that gains sentience or something like yes. that. Uh, the King's Man, which is the third in the Kingsman series, but it actually becomes a prequel. It goes back to the beginning of the actual organization. Um, Dune is getting a remake, and that's coming out in 2020. Uh, and we'll round this particular part of the conversation off with. Uh, hold, hold on a second. Something else. Really? Apparently. Coming to America is coming back out? Yeah. Oh, Merry New Year! Uh, a, a, yeah. a new. Uh, but it's, it's a the number two. It's a yeah. C- <laughs> I'm just sequel. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. 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 So Eddie, Murph- Eddie Murphy's back. 
Um, he's got a couple movies coming out, if not out already, where he does a an expose on a on a comedian on, on a black comedian from the seventies. That, that's gotten huge, yeah, fantastic reviews. I haven't had a chance they to watch it. They took him off yet. the leash and let him have at it. Apparently, he's uh, Dolomite, Rudy Ray Dol- Moore. That's it. Yeah, and that has Dolomite. gotten nothing but raves, and I haven't had a chance to Tour watch it. But I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it. And uh, Eddie Murphy might be going back out on stand up tour. He's wow. uh, working on a. I saw him back in the eighties at the Warmer memorial here in rochester mm-hmm. so and there's a lot of movies that are going to yeah. be coming out through the year and we'll talk about them as they start coming up i mean you know we, we can do- bill and ted is going to be they have another adventure under their belts coming out excellent excellent party on wayne anyway sorry no, no wayne sorry. be excellent to each that, other is what yeah, i meant party to say. On, that'd be that's the best Wayne's crossover world. ever <laughs> that would have been an awesome crossover that see there's there's bill and ted for yeah, yeah. wayne's world <laughs> they take the telephone booth into another movie entirely so yeah, okay. Now you know I'm not perfect. Close. All right. So there's a lot of movies we'll talk about them throughout the course there's of the lot uh, coming out through the year because we always talk about something. Because we'll um, not a book club something of them. We're yeah, we probably will. Actually, has anyone watched the Aladdin remake yet? I no. have it on Disney. It's on Disney Plus. Tanya, is so. it on Disney Plus already? I and I, I it's just not good. It's not awful. I. I it's that's not the one good. Will Smith is the yes. teeny, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know if I can do it. Uh, Dan's hemming and hawing back there, so yeah, okay. that's exactly it, n- like no one can replace Robin Williams as the genie, and yeah. and and yeah, it and, is. It, and it's hard to go to the live action one when you've like grown up and you've watched the classic cartoon version of it, and you're like singing along and whatever, and it's just if it wasn't for Will Smith, I would have turned that movie off. I'm sure. I'm, Twenty I'm, minutes yeah. in, yeah. I'm really. It's I'm, not one that I'm like, ooh, I gotta go watch. I'm bracing for impact because my one of my two favorite uh, Disney movies is getting its live action remake this mm-hmm. year, and they're already planning the other one. So Mulan is coming out this year, which is one of my personal Disney favorites, and they're already working on Atlantis, the Lost, um, the Lost Island or Lost Kingdom. I can't remember what it was. Uh, talking about Tom Holland and the uh, Michael J. Fox role of Milo. Hmm. And so those are my top two favorite Disney movies of all time, and they're getting their live action treatments. And I'm, so I'm bracing for impact and on it, this and one. It's hard. I, I heard it an is. interesting uh, opinion about those Disney live action remakes, and like The Lion King. Mm-hmm. Someone said part of the problem is with the cartoon and animation, you get facial expressions, expressions. Mm-hmm. whereas in the live action, you get the face of the lion or the monkey or mm-hmm. whatever, whereas you get emotions and yeah. animated versions. And so. that's true. I can understand that point. You know, where the CGI is good, it's lifelike, but you're not seeing the the human response of that these ani- going, <sighs> yeah, these animated characters are able to give. So it's 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 a, it's a different different outlook on things. And Gilbert Gottfried is Yago. Oh, yes, oh, yeah. yeah, forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did not like Yago in the new one. No, I didn't. Who, who, do we know who voiced ya- Yago? It, it doesn't in- matter. They only said like three words. Yeah, oh, <laughs> and really, it, and it was sounding evil. Yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. that's a waste of. There's no a conversations character. between Yago and and Jafar. And Jafar, at all. that's a waste of conversation. That's a waste of a character right there. because yeah. that's, that's one of those. That's one of those characters that you come to remember from Lion King. So, all right. Aladdin. That was Aladdin. Aladdin King. Aladdin King. <laughs> no, no. Iago and Jafar is. Al- oh shit. <laughs> it's okay. I can't remember. I don't know Jafar's where I am anymore. Name, so. <laughs> Timon and Pumbaa was Lion King. Thank you. Oh, and Zazu so and Scar uh, and Mufasa. Ooh, say it again. Say it again. Mufasa. <laughs> and Timothy Mouse is Dumbo. Yes. <laughs> 
And Jerry Mathers as the beaver. <laughs> so we have a lot of things to look forward to in yes, 2020. Including, but Including I, Chris getting his movie straight. <laughs> yeah, well. Did you get a lot of sleep last night? No. Yeah. It's par for the course. And then Juno like wake you up or something? No, it was weird. Um, I mean, I started hitting the snow lower because it's been snowing fairly steadily in Rochester here. I mean, it's not... We didn't get dumped it's with. Not horrible. We didn't get dumped with two feet of snow, but it was just steady. So I was clearing off the driveway because I knew I share a driveway with my neighbor, and either one of us had to leave at any given moment in time. So I was making sure it was clear, and I got it done around ten at one point, and I go to sit down on the couch, and of course that was the fatal mistake because I passed out until like sure. midnight, and I woke up long enough to realize I passed out on the couch. So I got myself more comfortable and passed out until two, you know, and, I'm like, and then I went upstairs and then I passed out until like four and it was just, oh, uh, so it was just two. It was not, it was not regularly enough. It was not good. And my dog was like, not understanding what was going on. Poor, she's a year she old now she and she still has no clue what's going on around her. Yeah. She had no idea. She's on the floor. She's on the couch. She's on the bed. She's on the floor. She's on the couch. She's in the crate. She has no idea what she's doing half the time. So yeah, it was a rough night for both of us. And my son has been dealing with the flu. So, oh, I was so sick last weekend. Ugh, it's terrible. It's yeah. been ripping through the city lately. Lay salt, everything. No, hey, I'm not. I've sick gotten anymore. my flu shot, so I'm good. My coworker had the flu this past week. All right. She hasn't been around, so. So we're gonna switch gears for a moment here. Yes, we're gonna let Anne. And we're gonna let Anne push us in the in a direction of her choosing at this point. She's been wanting to do the little interview questions, get to know us because you might be new to this particular podcast. You may be listening to it for the first time. And you're like, who are these people? And Anne is going to help you figure that out. Or you could be re-listening to us. Or re-listening to or, us. Or continuing to listen in. Could be, this could be the best of that you've never, you know. Didn't realize. It's the greatest hits. It's a refresher on those that are longtime listeners. That's true, too. And we're going to do more of that because that's who we are. <laughs> okay, well, I'll start with our first question. Start and with your first it's, question. It's a really easy one. It's, how did the three of you meet? Um, uh, so like the three of us together for the first time or because there was that time in the French foreign legion where Billy and I were serving. <laughs> no, uh, sorry. I'm not supposed to talk okay. about that. Sorry. <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you how I met these two. Yes. Is that, uh, I, I spent many years on the radio Many. and, uh, one of the things that your radio was, career is legal to drink. Uh, yeah. Well, one of the things that was part of my personality was I was the nerd of the show I worked for. And I talked about the TV shows and movies and comic books and the comic cons I used to go to. And I was reached out to, I, I got an email one day uh, from Deanna Shomorek, mm -hmm. who is mm -hmm. a friend of you two. Yep, and uh, she said, my friends and I are, are putting together a comic con and we'd like to ask you your opinion and uh, we, we'd like some thoughts or not even that you just wanted to let me know mm -hmm. and I, I emailed back with some thoughts because that's what I do and then you guys contacted me and said wow thank you for responding to this we just wanted to let you know this might be happening but you actually are interested yeah so yeah, I remember so, we were all uh, blown away when we got your response. We were like, Billy Detroit actually responded? That's I so know. cool. Yeah. And so we met. And I was like, someone wants my opinion? <laughs> That's <laughs> so, how we knew we were destined for each other. So we had a great dinner at Knox <laughs> yes, with we did. you and Susan. Yep. And what a force of nature that woman is. I, I love her so I, much. I, She's amazing. We love Susan. And we got a lot of advice from Susan mm -hmm. for our first year, and including to do the um, count backwards calendar right. of when we want stuff to get done. So I'm going to go 
back and do that for now, going from here, and then what what do I have to and do? And you guys until brought then? us Ken Lashley, yeah. the uh, the comic book yeah. artist. That was an amazing, oh, and, amazing find. And uh, you know, th- like my sort of uh, uh, what I brought to the table was the ability to uh, report uh, record a podcast in the studio mm-hmm. we worked in. So I'll be seeing you guys. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's, no. You're I more than I'm you're much more intrinsic value to ability. Yeah. Well, that was our second question. Yeah. Is why did you start this podcast? Why we'll was FC three? But uh, I want to know we'll how Chris and Tanya met. Actually, uh, no. we met again through Deanna. Deanna, Deanna seems to be the the ultimate matchmaker in, in, in this whole <laughs> thing that we did not realize because Deanna brought us Billy, uh-huh. uh, but then Deanna and and Tanya worked together at Kodak at back Kodak. in um, 1992. Yep, and Deanna and I went to high school. She was a year behind me at Aquinas, so she was always been a longtime friend of mine. So I was friends with Deanna for a couple of years, and she knew that I played D and D, and she knew that Chris played D and D. So um, there was one time, whatever that. It was over the summer, must have been like August or something, that um, Deanna brought you, me, um, herself, and Randy together at your mom's house mm-hmm. to start playing D&D back in Act- 1994. Actually, was, uh, was Randy living in the Oxford area? Park Oxford area at one point? No, that that was his friend Matt. And, that was where I joined and, in. Um, Right, but we you joined in there, but we did play a couple sessions at your mom's house before you met Matt. I don't remember that. I'm going to take your word for it. I remember yes, you playing there, but I thought it was after, not before. Because it was in 1994. Okay. I, I remember the car because of when, the... When, when your husband was then your boyfriend at the time. Yes, yes, boyfriend at the time. And you thought we were married at the time. I did, because you were bickering all the time. Yeah, well, <laughs> was, there was, now we just don't talk at times. Well, you know, yeah, well, everybody has their moments. Was it 27 years later? I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> what is it, 2092? How many years? 28? So then I, f- I fell away at one point because I, I got sidetracked. I was going to Brockport, and then I kind of went in my own direction for a while. And it was I think Riker was about 18 months old when, when, when Randy reached out to me and said, Hey, I've got space at the table if you're interested in rejoining us. So that was like 2009. Yeah. So there was a time that, that we weren't together right. for... Doing anything, but I want to say, didn't you? Um, you didn't game with us when we were in our apartment. No, it I was our. With you at, I gamed with you at, at Matt at and Tara's. At Matt and Tara's. I gamed with you at your mom's house or at, at your Randy's, mother-in-law's house. Randy's mom's house, yeah, and and then at your house. Okay. And I do remember you doing a couple of sessions at my place, but it was more of always always going. To, I was always going to you guys. I remember that. <laughs> so I remember you firing off a fireball and it ending just in front of my face. <laughs> oh, I loved you, my brother. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. so. And then um, on I two met- occasions in various gamings and ta- various games, Tanya and I have played siblings, and it never ends well for either of us. <laughs> so we don't do that anymore. <laughs> One of them was in a Game of Thrones g- game. No, we were not Lannisters. Damn it! So <laughs> anyway. So and then you, um, I met Dan through you mm-hmm. and. Deanna and met Brian and then Anne through the Strong Museum and walking through and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff and we've just become this one big family. I will shamelessly admit that I stole Anne from a competitor. <laughs> I did that. I'm proud of it. And we're never giving we're her never back. We're never giving her back. We're not giving Billy back either. Nope. Mm-mm. Ours. Billy's part I mean, of our I'm not going anywhere. Mine. <laughs> anyway. Usually so you that's... say I licked it so it's mine but please don't. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I saw a, Yoda, a, a baby Yoda t-shirt with that that you wanted to get for us. Matching shirts. I licked it. So it's mine. It, mine it is. 
Anyway. Okay, go ahead. So, yes, that's how the three of us have all, all met. Okay. So, why did you guys then start the podcast? Um, yeah, why did we start the podcast? I think it was just on a lark, really. I, th- I think in that discussion at Knox, we came up with the idea as yeah. sort of a group or... Susan suggested it, or you guys did, or I can't and then, remember. Like I said, I had access to a studio, and mm-hmm. I was when there did, every Sunday. And how many seasons have we done? We're halfway through our fourth. Okay. Yeah. So, and they have not to be sure they have not been regular like calendar years and whatnot. And like the first season was maybe like eight eight or nine months, yeah. and the second season was like fourteen months. And there's they've been kind of erratic. We just, I just kind of would arbitrarily at one point oh, just say that's we're, se- we're going to do a season <laughs> finale now and. That'll give me an opportunity to take a break. break. Well, now, now we're trying to do the seasons like TV seasons or yes. whatever. That, we did our midwinter our break. and well, It's kind of like what Survivor's in its 43rd season. And yeah, it's because it does oh. like three but seasons But somehow the Office was only only seven seasons long. Yeah. yeah. Well, Dancing with the Stars was yeah. like is like 30 seasons. Yeah. They do like two or three seasons a year, yep. which mm-hmm. you can do in a competition show like that. So I think it, was, it just came out of the conversation that first yep. night uh, I met you guys. Mm-hmm. It's just an idea. And, and, was, and here we are. Yeah, I, I can't remember. Did we I, do the? Sh- did we? Did we have the first FC three before the podcast started recording, or was yes. it? Yes, we we did we did the first. Sh- we had um, FC three year one in twenty sixteen before we started podcasting. Okay. Really? Yeah, I, think so. I remember it differently. I I, I, I don't know. I don't remember anymore. I, all I remember is I was very very nervous to be on. And now Mike. you're a natural. No, now I'm just like, You've oh, now hosted. there's a video that I had to put makeup on today because we That's were going to be on video. Oh, so I'm you're, like, you're I was video pretty. ready for today. Wait until the long-awaited, long-talked-about-naked <laughs> episode. No. The long-talked-about-naked episode. <laughs> That'll be behind a drape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll be those two. Toga, toga, toga. <laughs> and help. And help. Okay, okay. Next, Next question. question. <laughs> Why the name FC3 Monkey Business? Um... That is an amalgamation of two different things. I mean, our show, our our commun- our our Comic Con is the Flower <laughs> City Comic Con, which is runs by the nickname of FC Three, uh, and then we created the parent company along the way to have that legal umbrella to hold everything together of Mighty Monkey Corporation. All right, so Mighty Mon- Monkey Corporation produces FC Three. And then it just kind of, it was like a natural fit. FC3's monkey business, monkey corporation. I even joked one time at one point, if we ever get corporate offices, I'm calling it the monkey barrel. You know, so it's it's just one of those kind of thematic. A barrel full of monkeys. A barrel full of monkeys. Yes. It's one of those thematic kind of things. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is your favorite podcast you have recorded so far? Oof. There's been a couple of them. Well, uh, let me guess. Yours is the interview with Jeremy Crawford. That's top. Um, there's the, m- My three favorites were all interviews. I can think the ones I would name off the top of my head were are all interview ones. Christina Hilly, Ariel. Hillywood Show. Hillywood Show and Jeremy Crawford. With Jeremy being the, the top of the three, Christina right behind him, and then the Hillywood girls, because they were so much fun to talk to. Hmm. I'm I'm gonna go with uh the poetry slam. Poetry slam was awesome. That, that was, was very funny. Fun. We need to do that again in twenty twenty. We've been yep. talking about doing a poetry slam too. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to actually pull that trigger finally. Because that was a lot of that was that was cool. I think one of my favorites is when the girls took over the studio and did Legally Blonde with Billy. <laughs> that, I was going to mention that, but mostly because at the end I wound up singing three quarters of American Pie over the uh, to promote the karaoke night. Yes, that's great. So I think that's and I just got to act with outrage. It yeah, I still don't understand the love for Legally Blonde. Susan loves it. You guys love it. And that movie is just not good. 
That movie's defense. just not good. <laughs> the musical's even better. Oh, I bet. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, dear Lord. So who is the favorite person you have met from podcasting? Oh. Um, favorite person I have met. Either having in studio or interviewing by the phone, other than Jeremy Crawford. We uh, know how much you fangirl him. I did fangirl. Um, huh. That's a good question. I think Marco Shiro, our very mm-hmm. first. Oh, big he was interview. good. He was yeah. a lot of fun. He was the one kicking around in the back of my head, too. Yeah, Marco Shiro, that, that was the first big interview we ever did. And it, was, mm-hmm. it went spectacularly because he was so open and so easy to talk to. And I loved it. Yeah. Tanya fed him the line so he could start talking about it. he'd just written a book. Uh, this guy, Marco Shira, who does a lot of blogging and, and YouTubing and, and writing books, apparently. So uh, Tanya goes, Mark, what, what's this I hear about a, about a book? He goes, oh, yes, guys, I wrote a book. And he, it was, he was so excited about it. It was like he was talking to his best friends. He's like, guys, look what I did. And it was so cool. I mean, we just had such a riot talking to him. So, yeah, that's definitely one of my favorite people to have met through, through the podcast. Yeah, would have to agree. Uh, just as, as a wrestling fan, I just want to bring up Colin Delaney because I watched him wrestle. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Re- to be honest with you, I don't remember if the podcast was good, but I I've watched Colin Delaney wrestle on TV, and uh-huh. I've I've been a fan, and so it was fun having, having him, him in the studio, studio. Was a lot of fun. Yeah. He's a good guy. He's just yeah. a low, low. He's so low key. So it's mm-hmm. interesting to see that dichotomy between the on screen mm-hmm. characters that these wrestlers have, mm-hmm. and then their off screen, you know, normal human personalities. It's mm-hmm. it's interesting. Interesting. We've done so many interviews and things like that that like all the names and faces start blending in mm-hmm. to me that I'm just like I can't necessarily. Do you remember when I interviewed you? Oh, I hate we did the we did the dry <laughs> run. We did this whole episode where we just interviewed each other just to start getting used to the idea of doing it. It was oh, like our, I remember it was that. like our NASA Mercury program, which is testing out to see what it would be like. And, and sort of like today. <laughs> sort of like today. But I'm much more better at it today. Yeah. Oh, you are. You've come a better. long way, Tanya. You've, I, uh, I think you've evolved the most out of the three of us. To I'm, be still, I'm, I'm still. I'm still get nervous and a little fluttery in my mm-hmm. stomach when you've you've been on vacation or whatever, and I'm like the primary person, and uh-huh. I'm just like. Just By the way, I'm so comfortable fine. with your skills that I can now officially announce my retirement from the podcast. It's F all you. yours. It's all yours. I'm taking Billy. <laughs> You mean you're not firing me? <laughs> I am. You're not, not dislocating me? No, no, I will come and pick. Although you up. I have a feeling that, that later today, Tiny's going to try and dislocate something on me, most likely an arm or something. <laughs> no, you're across the table. You'll be getting. I'll be getting dice dislocated thrown dice thrown at me. Yes. <sighs> okay. What's next? If you could interview anyone for the podcast, who would you choose? You, you Patrick first. Stewart. There you go. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Oh, oh. Mm. I've sent him an email. Matt Mercer. Oh, Felicia Day. Ooh, Will Wheaton. Uh, Joel Hodgson. Joel Hodgson's a good one. Yeah, that's somebody be writing one. these down for me. Um, We're on record. It's a, it's all being recorded. Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner, your your typical mm. MCU crush. Okay. Uh, then Robert Downey Jr. with Go Big or Go Home. Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I can't interview Scarlett Johansson. We just say hi. Hi. Gail Gadot. Gail Gadot. I would like. You know what I would love to do? This is going to be a little shady. I'm sorry. I would love to interview Gal Gadot on on just on that merits alone because she's such a sweet lady and she's a great actress. But I would want to have Dolly in the in the studio to do it for oh, me. Oh God, that's right. She was not Dolly a fan of Wonder Woman. Always slamming her. Yeah. I'm like, nope. So I, if we ever get Gal Gadot, I'm bringing in Dolly to do the interview. We got which one for the nude episode? What's that? Which one for the nude episode? Oh yeah. Well, now now we're getting somewhere. Um. 
So we're still talking that about who is, that list is extensive. <laughs> so. Okay, now someone I don't want to see naked, but want to uh, interview <laughs> Stephen King. Stephen King would be a great. Interview. I saw him uh, do a Q and A. I was in mm-hmm. a Q and A he did mm-hmm. a couple years ago, and just a funny, fascinating. I'd like to touch guy. base with. Um, I would like to bring in again some of the the Power Rangers we've had at, at FC3 over mm-hmm. the years because they've been so much fun to hang out with. Nakia Baris, Karen Ashley is is oh my like, god, she's every, like a sister of the show now at this point. I love her. Every so often she like mentions us on yeah. our um uh Instagram posts and uh-huh. things like that. And Catherine Sutherland it was her is birthday. A it was her birthday most recently, and mm-hmm. I posted a picture of her and I twinning. Yeah, with our. Uh, with your, your Doctor Who hoodies? Dan's got his Doctor Who hoodie on today. So. Um, bringing, getting Austin St. John onto the phone or something, bring him back in, because yes. he was just, he's a freaking riot. You, he's like Robin Williams. You basically wind Don't him up, let him, him go. Don't give him a walkie. No, you give him a walkie. That's, you <laughs> okay. intentionally, you, when he gets to the VIP floor, you hand him the walkie-talkie and walk away. That's part of the prerequisites, because it was just an yeah. amazing experience. Uh, someone I saw do a panel at uh, Toronto's Fan Expo mm-hmm. a few years ago and was just fantastic was Nathan Fillion. Oh, he's, yeah. He would be Absolutely. Nathan Fillion. And then, you, you know, to, to enhance that one even more, you bring in Alan Tudyk, because the two yeah. of them play off each other. It's like Bonnie and Clyde. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. They'll even argue about which one would be Bonnie. So, Well, and if we good. had Patrick Stewart in there, we would need John Delancey. Uh, or Ian McKellen. Although I, yeah. I saw Marina Sirtis at Niagara Fall Comic Con, uh-huh. and she takes she's very funny and she takes is. some uh, some really funny shots at Patrick Stewart. I oh, have yeah. the feeling that her and Patrick Stewart have a really funny chemistry. They do. I and I've seen that. I've, I've seen a panel where the two of them have been together. Anyway, mm-hmm. what's next? Do you each have a favorite fandom oh. over all of them? I mean, we, I know we all cross the board on everything, but over all of them, if you had to give up all but one, which one would you have to keep? Billy's of the Mets. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, <laughs> New York Mets. Uh, after that, probably uh, for manager. Probably comic book superhero. Comic sort of your Batman is your big guy. Yes, Batman, Superman, the DCs, but uh-huh. uh, Spider-Man and Fantastic Four were always my Marvel. Oh, great stuff! Too. So I'm absolutely. Great I'm going stuff. sort of comic book nerd. Okay. That's fair. How about you, T? Um, fandom that I would have to keep Star Wars. That's absolutely. Key. And I've talked often Doctor Who for me. I'm a big Doctor Who fan forever since I was like little. It's one of those fandoms that stuck with me. Like right there was Star Wars and Star Trek. So. So, Anne, what fandom are you keeping? You're asking us the question, so I'm going to throw it back at you. What, which one are you keeping? Star Buffy? Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the whole wedding's based on it. So. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, I, I remember. I was there. <laughs> really? <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah, you didn't see me? <laughs> Might have been hiding behind something. Anyway. Okay. Mask. You're all having a real bad day. Uh-huh. What is your- I had one of those recently. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot of outpouring of love yeah. and support from all of us. Yes, I Yes, I did. All right. Do you have a favorite book or movie or go-to cheer you upper? Tequila and Minecraft. <laughs> Hmm. Um, I'm just throwing it out there. You uh, ask the uh, questions. <laughs> if you're having a bad day, what what's your go to for if it's, um, I want to say I I try to put like for me personally, I try to put on maybe like my um 60s, 70s, 80s music and just start singing along and say f it whatever. And I usually touch base with some of my friends and just. I will so, typically know when she's having a bad day while she's actually having it because she'll text start texting me. <laughs> I'm going to kill somebody at uh, work. She'll, she'll start texting me a play-by-play. This particular student's pissing me off, and then my response will be, 
smite them. <laughs> I said, I want to keep my job. No, smite. Bring <laughs> yeah. the smiting. Bring smite down the hammer. Them. Play the paladin. And so I have to talk him down from having me smite them. No. So catch. Because I'm going to get that riled up. Yeah. And she calls me on the way home. And yes. We, we go over our day. And yeah. that's the thing. I think I love the most about the fact is we become each other's um, support yeah, structure. Right? I mean, Billy's gotten uh, a recent yeah, I, uh, exposure to the fact that how many people just love this man, yeah. which is great because it's worth it. You know, he's, he's, he's worth it. He, he's, yeah. It's definitely to be in the Billy fandom, to be in the Billy circle, that's a good place to be because he's such a cool guy. Um, we all have that net around us. You know, Dan and I have been best friends forever. I've known you I'm forever, Anne, and, and you're a doll. I, you know, I, I, I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine being have part of this without you. Have you been on her bad side yet? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, and I, I survived. And I survived. It was great. It was a learning experience for everybody. Remember, I'm the Italian yeller. I'm so short, you can't really hear me. Yeah, because you know it's down <laughs> it's in right the valley. Right into his uh, uh, yeah. chest area. Yeah. I and mean, you've been one of my best friends forever and a day. Feels like you know, and and uh, so don't ruin my makeup. I'm not going to ruin the makeup. <laughs> but uh, you know, I got Dan, I got you, and I've got Scotty, and and the three together. It's that's my holy trinity. It keeps me insane. And then I've got you know Billy, and I've got Anne, I got Laura, you know Brian, uh, Deanna, and and everybody who's touched. Our lives in one way or another. These, you know, we 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 got each other's back, literally, quite possibly, literally mm-hmm. at times. Yeah, for real. So Billy? good stuff. Oh, um, my go-to. Uh, we know it's not tequila and Minecraft. No, it's not. No, that's it, me. It might be, and like I said, I, I did for real have a bad day, and what the, I wound up staying up till midnight, one o'clock, watching TV, and it was sports, even though, like. I'm a big baseball fan and football fan, so uh, Tuesday night there was nothing on. But still, sports are something that I can sort of look at and know what's going on mm-hmm. without having to really think about it too much. Mm-hmm. Um, so even, even like a basketball game, although rest, actually rest, Tuesday night I watched wrestling. Yeah. That's what I watched. I watched wrestling too. Is there anything good? I, yeah, it was fun. I, I because I have the WWE network. Okay. I had my options, but I, gotcha. I went back I wound up watching um uh what what's on Tuesday? There's a wrestling show on Tuesday nights that is um it's not SmackDown anymore. But I, I watched wrestling. Eric. It's weird. So I, I I it's just like athletic events mm-hmm. that I don't need to think about because it's just sort of in my DNA to like know the rules and I can look up and know what's going on without thinking about it too Were you much. imagining some of them smacking each other down? No, thinking I just, that it was... I was the, just the, enjoying the wrestling. No. In, in all of your, your wrestling fandom, was there ever a time where you just kind of like started kind of like daydreaming like you, it was you jumping off the top oh, turnbuckle? There's always, you know... Coming down on somebody. There's fantasies. Did, did you ever create your own of. costume in your head if, if I were ever in this? That would be... I, I always wanted to be the manager. Okay. You know, because I know I'm not a wrestler, so I want to be the guy that walks around the outside of the ring yelling at people <laughs> and helping my wrestler cheat. Okay. That type of thing. <laughs> That's cool. That's great. We're gonna we're gonna have to do a video on that sometime. That'll be fun. I just didn't realize like how like bouncy or whatever the wrestling floor oh, the ring is. is. The yeah. ring is oh, it's and, like a and we were over at Tiger's house one day doing oh my whatever God. and yeah. And scary. Being, it, it, it is scary, like climbing in. And I'm just like, oh my god! It, it is. They're like, climb up on it, the ropes. I'm like, no, I'm afraid of heights. Wrestling bites. ring is almost like a, a, a trampoline, and it kind of helps. It shows you a little bit the the magic behind the the screen, as it were. Uh, you know, when when they are throwing each other hard on this thing, it's a lot of noise. And yes, there's impact. You can feel it. 
but it's also here is all the safety precautions underneath to try and make sure that you're not just being slammed into concrete, mm-hmm. you know. But it was Tiger threw me off because I'm 6'5", 250 pounds. And, and he just not. came over and, and grabbed me by the around the waist and just hoisted me up in the air. And I'm like, wait, what's going on here? <laughs> I have a picture of that somewhere. <laughs> I was scared. Yes. Anyway. So, all right. What's next? Uh, where do you see FC3 monkey business going this year, next year, and beyond? Um, I think this is kind of like what we're doing today is a taste of what's kind of come for me. Uh, I've been thinking about going with the video aspect of this for a while uh and with twitch and uh and other streaming services out there discord and whatnot i have often talked about you know creating an actual set and hello uh (laughs) uh, creating an actual set and and bringing more of a almost like a night late night talk show kind of feel to it um, we've taken the show on the road. We have taken the show on the road at this point. And, and so it's kind of cool and, and do more. I want to bring more people and I want to meet more people. I think that's part of the fun of the interviews is you're, it's not just giving them an opportunity to talk about what they're working on, but you're meeting a person and you're getting to know that person and you share that experience with the listener. Uh, so to have them see it too adds a different dimension and then finding new and interesting ways of, of, uh, developing that because we have modern technology, right? You know, it's not just FM, AM and TV anymore. There's the internet and all of its permutations. So making the most of it and getting it out there and, and just keep doing it. As long as the three of us can still tolerate each other, we'll keep doing this. So that's, that's as far as I'm looking at it. I just found that today it was very weird not sitting behind a computer. Yeah. It, we got to get you one. It's over there, uh, but no, it's, it's just it's performing a very vital it, function. Right, right. It, is, it is just so weird because now it's like instead of still being back behind, I feel more in depth into mm-hmm. it because I feel like we have an audience tonight, which is very I know, weird. We I mean, do. we've had well, you we guys do. have we been have in the studio, too. right? And but you've always been kind of like alongside or behind, but now we're you're in front of us and we're talking to you, get to the, both of you guys are, and it's, it's just very strange. It's, it's kind of weird. like after, after the football game or after the basketball game where all the reporters are throwing questions at the, mm-hmm. at the team and things yeah. like that. <laughs> it's the post game analysis. Post game analysis. Post-game press conference. And I've always <laughs> like, oh, for yes. years I've been so concerned with the technology, no, the board I'm running and right. the computer. Mm-hmm. This feels good. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I and like I didn't this. Have to ask, did you Somebody push else is the working the board. Yeah. And, <laughs> I, I like this. And you could just be a part of yeah. the conversation. Yeah. I've been able to focus more on mm-hmm. the words coming out of people people's mouths. Like, yeah. Oh, what? What? You yeah. asked me a question yeah. type thing? And yeah. You, you, like, yeah, you don't you're have You're not to watching search. levels. You're not, you know, worrying about timing for commercial yeah. breaks and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, so. That's cool. And I, I think re- the three of us are going to have much more fun if it's the conversation with just the three of us. Yeah. You know, and then we'll have our cast of characters along the way. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's where I see it going. Let's try to see it going ever upward and forward. Even if we only have like five listeners, I'll still keep making these damn things. He'll keep keep talking. So if you have more questions for our amazing team here, you can Facebook us. You can Mm -hmm. ask the questions on Facebook and we will answer them accordingly as long as they're appropriate. (laughs) Even if they're inappropriate, we'll find a way around it. (laughs) We'll find a way to address it as, as PG-13, if not slightly. You know, Those are my favorite questions. Slightly are, yeah. you know. The ones that make me turn red? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, thanks. We will never be NC-17. Well, there was that one time we came close to NC-17. <laughs> anyway, but you got any other ones for us? Yeah, that's That's it. awesome. Then we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some upcoming events. 
uh, and then start wrapping. Oh, do we, we have a question of the week. We'll do our usual question of the week, and then we'll wrap it up for the day. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, yet again, here we are, because that's what we do. Uh, and uh, so th- we've been having fun so far today. Yeah, we have been having fun. This is cool. This is always this is the way we do this. This oh, is why we do this. Billy, no- how are you holding up over there? I'm good. You good? good. Yeah. You having fun over there? I am having fun over here. You know, nothing to do but just kick back and talk. Just yeah, have a I good time. I don't have to worry. Oh, I forgot to hit the music. Oh, I forgot to pot down. Hey, are, are we recording? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Now we can look at Dan. Dan, no, we can look at Dan. Dan, are we recording? Okay. Dan gives me a thumbs up. We're moving along. Um, this is usually the part of the show. I don't have to worry about who's that person sitting over there. And yeah, is there mic on? Yeah. Is there mic on? Uh, can we turn it off? Uh-huh. Oh, and by the way, Tony, you're fired. Um, <laughs> He's in Seneca Falls. No, uh, Tony's not fired. I'm fired. No, <laughs> you were dislocated. That's right. Tony's fired. <laughs> There's a difference. Um, we no. have some events coming up. We have some of this is the part of the, the show where we usually talk about events coming up, mm-hmm. and you are the, usually the mistress of the event list. Okay. Not like Elvira, mistress of the night kind of. <laughs> no, event. I don't have the body for that. So, um, or the black dress, or uh, the, or the. Dark I was going to say certain things we can <laughs> we can get around certain things. Yeah. <laughs> so. um, uh, well. Um, we just had a game night at 585, mm-hmm. um, so um, that was the one that was all family game night. Well, for those that adults only, 18 plus, we mm-hmm. have game night coming up on February 5th, mm-hmm. also at the 585 Rock and Burger Bar. Um, I believe it's going to be cards, home home. cards Against Humanity, definitely, mm-hmm. some big time. We had fun last time we did it. I want to make sure that Sean's not sitting next to me this time <laughs> and pulling out my chair because I had a nice big bruise from oh, the yeah, last time against Cards that. Against Humanity, so totally I'm going to kick him in the ass. Um, so we have that coming up, and then um, we are helping out a, a new local convention that they have a show coming up in April. Guys, we franchised. Yes, That's we what are, it feels like we basically. Are it's like producers oh my God. of FLX Con. FLX Con out of Finger Lakes. Uh, and can you tell us a little bit more about what's going on there? It is the Finger Lakes Radio Group um, has asked us to step in and produce a one-day con event for them at the Quality Inn of Waterloo. Correct. Yeah. Um, so we will be taking over their ballrooms, and we have a couple of uh, panel rooms going and a gaming area, mm-hmm. um, cosplay contests, and um, just our regular scheduled, our size, our time fun, mm-hmm. but doing for them. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So that will be Saturday, April 18th from 10 a.m. to 5. Yes. I should um, probably put that on my calendar so I don't plan something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd probably be a good thing. Um, guest announcements will be coming once contracts get signed. So for those that are like, do you have any guest announcements? Yes, they're coming. Um, we just You. Have- you're our guest. Yes. Be, be our guest. Be our guest. Put our service to, to the, the test. test. Yes. There yes. We go. Anne's there. rolling her eyes at us. <laughs> Yes. Um, tickets. Um, I don't know where the link is, but tickets are adults will be ten dollars. Um, children eleven and under are free with paid adult. Ages twelve to seventeen are seven Correct. for the one day event. 
If you like the FLXCon on Facebook, the link will be there for tickets. Yes. So noted. Do we have anything else in the event? Um, May 30th and 31st, <coughs> year five at the Total Sports Experience. That, yeah, we year have five of what? Flower City Comic Con. Flower F- City Comic Con. It's FC Cubed. Yes. Yes. Ooh. Cubed. As, as Emily FC said, cubed. what's FC Cubed? No, it's FC3. Oh, okay. You, I've, Emily I've been joking, and Kelsey. I've been joking oh. around behind the scenes. I want to put together our own little like music group and call it the, the FC4. FC- Flower City Comic Con Choir. Quartet. No, that's FC three Q. That's like a that's an equation for like a, an explosive at that point. It's we'll sell you the whole seat, but you only need the. Uh, You're hurting my brain. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. He was up I was late told there'd be night. no math. I was told he, there'd be no he math. He isn't in this. setting his alarm anymore. So anyway, so, so that's yes, cool. We, we have, have our last, big event, and, and and we'll be talking more about that. We have it, Mick Foley. We have Jason Fount coming. We are still working on other guests, so mm-hmm. announcements will be coming once we have contracts signed. Mark Hamill. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Would you stop with that? People are actually going to believe you one day. That's what they we want. They Dan you. is going to have a heart attack over there if you keep saying Mark Hamill. <laughs> really right. I didn't say it just then. You said that. You, it was you. you I just said, said if that. you keep saying that. Keep saying what? Exactly. Fairport resident Mark Hamill will be there. <laughs> I don't know if there's a Mark Hamill in Fairport, but if there is, you're more Mon- than, I'll buy your ticket, Mr. Hamill. <laughs> Somewhere in the Monroe County area is a young man named Mark Hamill, and he's invited to the show. <laughs> we'll even give him a table. He can sit in front of a, of a picture of another Mark Hamill we know, and he can sign autographs. It'll be great. <laughs> Anyway. So yes, we're still working on filling our guest One list. One of these days, this is going to be recording the, the, the final moments of my life because somebody's going to reach over and kill me while I'm saying all this crap. And it might be Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I can say, oh, you're pretty safe because Dan isn't around. Or yeah. it could be Victor Resident Harrison Ford who will there also be. <laughs> who had a cameo at Flower City Comic Con. Oh my god, you guys. <laughs> It's like we have gone off the rails. Oh, we live off the rails. <laughs> I know. You that have been derailed po- at the station. When our podcast is at its best, it's because it's not on the. It's not even in the in, like anywhere near the wheelhouse tracks. or yeah, it's not none. even the, the wheelhouse. So, train tracks. So yes, Nico, more announcements will be coming, and you'll be one of the first people we tell. I promise you and Pete. All right, so we get the events out of the way. We talk about all that fun stuff, and now we get our question. Did you pull of up the week? Of course, I did. Okay, just checking. I'm a trained professional. Don't try this at home. Well, try this at home, because that'd be fun. Anyway, um, our question of the week. What? Hey, Billy. Yes. What is the first science fiction or fantasy book you remember reading, and what do you remember most about it? It's a funny question. I actually meant to... I remember the book. Mm-hmm. Remember very, very little about it. Okay. Um, it was called Half Magic uh-huh. by Edgar Eager. Edgar Eager. Yes. Um, Sounds like a pen name, if anything. Probably. And I remember very little of the plot. I do remember reading it a couple times because I enjoyed it. And Mm -hmm. if I remember correctly, it had something to do with a coin that uh, someone had to do maybe with wishes. And the wish sort of half came true. Mm -hmm. No, that's what I remember of it. Okay. And when I saw the question... I'm going to have to look up Half Magic because I definitely remember that, reading it as a little kid, and I remember really liking it and remembering almost nothing about it. Okay. But that's fair. That's that's what I... I'm, now I'm going to go to the library and get Half Magic by Edgar Eager. 
All right. How about it, you there? It, it's a four out of five on Goodreads and five out of five on Common Sense Media. Well, there you have it. Originally published in 1954. Okay. That's impressive. Most impressive. Um, How about you there, Tom? Well, growing fabulous. up, I didn't necessarily read science fiction and fantasy. It was more of like the Little House on the Prairie type books and things like that. So mm-hmm. um, my first... Uh, like sci-fi fantasy book that I like remember like truly reading. I've re- read a lot. Um, English major. Um, <laughs> happens. But the one that I always go back to is The Deeds of Paxenarian by Elizabeth Moon. Okay. Um, it follows a young um, uh, shepherd farmer's daughter mm-hmm. that doesn't want to marry the the farmer's boy next door um, type thing. So she goes off to war. Mm-hmm. Um, a fantasy series. Um, she uh, joins um, like a mercenary company and things like that. And she gets put into um, different things where she starts questioning faith and things like that. And then she ends up becoming a paladin of the god of the area. Cool. It, it is really, really cool. Um, okay. To the point where I've read it, Sean's read it, I've read it a couple times, Evan's read it type thing. And um, the other series is um, by Glenn Cook. Um, you'd have to ask Randy what it is. Um, I'm sure he has it, like three copies of it too. Yeah, he, he probably does. And it follows another mercenary type company and that they, um, oh, I know it's Lady and the Master are like the two main evil people in it. Mm-hmm. And it's like just Is it right- a Doctor Who book? No, 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 not a Doctor Who book. It'll it'll come to me when I'll research it while we're asking you. That's the other one that. How about you, Dan? Oh, Black Company. Black that's Company. That's what it, that's what it's called. Nice I knew. job. Dan doesn't have a microphone, but he can shout it out. Oh, you got it, it. There he goes. Dan's got a microphone. You're gonna bring me into this. Huh? I am gonna of bring course. you into this. <laughs> we brought you in all day. <laughs> I just been behind the scenes. <laughs> he is the man behind the scenes. Um, but you're going to be on the mic for a moment there. Tell me about because you're a voracious reader. I remember yeah, you always I don't, had a book. I, in I don't know what the earliest would be, but I, it either either would be Robert Heinlein, mm-hmm. Isaac Asimov, or mm-hmm. J.R.R. Tolkien. Mm-hmm. One of you know one of those three. I've I've read everything by all of them, so mm-hmm. I don't know what order was first, but I just remember always reading. Good. So some of some you know something from them probably nice. the first ones. I remember. Uh, I only just recently, within the past few years, started getting into Asimov's real work. I remember reading Nightfall, his short story, um, a long time ago when I was in college. But I started reading Foundation, and in the first two sentences of the book, I just remember stopping and just staring and go, this man was a frigging genius. You could just, The amount of imagery he put in just the first two sentences of the book, I'm like, the, it was a master of words. I'm like, oh my God, that was amazing. Did you get into all of the books or just the foundation books? Just if I haven't really, you know what? I've never been a really voracious reader. I'd mm-hmm. like to be. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that as as I've been divesting myself of my MMO habit, mm-hmm. you know, my computer gaming habits, I've I found more time at night to yeah. do things. So reading books might actually start actually happening for me in 2020. Yeah, because you got the robots and Empire too, and it's, yeah. it's all really cool. Allegedly, he's retired from WoW. I am. I am. I can say that officially. But, but the other night when I was talking to you, you were just like. You when you're like, I'll pay I'll for your subscription, subscription. and I thought like, about it for a second, and I'm like, like, no, I'm retired. No. Because as I was doing the mental equation in my head, I was like, I, I, I could see the amount of time that I would soak into actually playing again, 
And I'm like, no, that's, now, we're, off, we're off the rails again. Moving back to the question at the hand, we'll talk, we'll discuss. No. You know what? We'll discuss my gaming addiction in our next episode. <laughs> It'll be a special episode of Can Blossom. Can we invite Sean in? <laughs> sure, because he took my spot. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Asimov, Heinlein, um, Tolkien. Tolkien, mm-hmm. absolutely. Those are the yep. bit, those are the triumvirate mm-hmm. for a guy growing up in the 70s oh, yeah. and 80s. It was absolutely awesome. How about you there, young lady? Annie Pants? <laughs> so... I grew up in an era of uh, books. Yes, you did. Lots of books. Yes, you did. Um, my parents were free-range parents. <coughs> so from the time <coughs> I was 12 until I was could work, I rode my bike into the cemetery at mm-hmm. Holy Sepulchre. Oh, yeah. And then all the way down Lake Avenue to Charlotte Branch Library. Mm-hmm. And over the course of three summers, I read every single book in the sci-fi series. Nice. In the whole section and all the young adult books. So what was one of the first ones that you remember fondly? It had to be the very first Star Trek book I started. Okay. Um, I kind of honestly can't remember. I've read so many of them now, probably mm-hmm. hundreds. That, that, that's funny you mentioned that because maybe my real answer, since I don't remember half magic very well, like it just from reading when I was seven or eight, the first books I really do remember is the James Blish sort of uh, novella of the TV set, the TV episodes, mm-hmm. the, mm-hmm. the yep. short story versions they were of very the short yeah. and i could go through three or four of them in mm-hmm. an afternoon sitting yeah. by the pond in holy sepulcher and loving it oh. and it was just i read so many books in such a short time mm-hmm. i had a goal of 100 books a summer and i beat it every year i've and read maybe 100 books in my life <laughs> which is weird for an english major to say yeah but you're more of the english writing piece rather than yeah, reading but a good piece. writer li- reads a lot too so they have uh, inspiration idea they see how other mastercraft uh you know work but your reading is through whatnot. comics yeah it is yeah my but a comic book has over a thousand text. words per comic you have to remember that so if you look at young kids trying to read these days mm-hmm. you give them mm-hmm. one of those easy reader books mm-hmm. there's 200 to 300 words in a normal second to third grade kids book mm-hmm. you give them a comic book mm-hmm. not only are they reading over a thousand words mm-hmm. per comic book but they're getting more information out of that book than they would an easy reader book absolutely mm-hmm. That's interesting. That is. That's because a, they're also getting like the, the facial features and the emotions and everything that they would have to imagine mm-hmm. on an easy reader book. Right. Rather, because it's being described to them where they can actually put the words to the facial expressions. They, it is, there's a study I read somewhere that they kids get more empathy and um, wanting to help others from a comic book more than they would from any other books. That's amazing. So don't discourage any kids reading comic mm-hmm. books. Keep never, encouraging. Never. Encourage, never. encourage. Absolutely. Encourage. Absolutely. All right. So as usual, as tradition has it, I'm the last to answer. Um, I, I, too, remember a lot of the novelizations of Star Trek and Doctor Who episodes. Uh, I remember uh, a lot of uh, various books. I, and I did read. I tried to tried to read Hobbit a couple of times when I was 12. Couldn't get through it. But I managed to finally succeed with The Hobbit when I was in high school and Lord of the Rings when I was in college. Because when Lord of the Rings, uh, it's when I discovered uh, D&D. So that's really kind of when you're immersing yourself into that whole idea. Um, as far as a fantasy book is concerned, I remember discovering James and the Giant Peach by Roald Dahl when I was uh, like 10 or 11. And I mean, it's that's high fantasy. This young boy finds this peach that had grown to the size of a house through whatever magical means and all these insects are life, you know, you know, human sized insects and they go on this adventure with flying, this flying peach. So, I mean, that's high fantasy right there. 
and just the the adventure of it and the the whimsy of it i just thought it was phenomenal so i think that it strikes me as one of the first fantasy books that that I ever read as a kid. Okay, speaking of okay. doll, is Charlie and the Chocolate, Chocolate Factory? And, yep. And Charlie, I'm changing my I'm changing my answer again. I'm going to jump on in Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator. Yep. The one that followed up. That a book it was with all a sequel. Through, Are you kidding me? This the one phenomenal. that's all in space with the pernicious canids. <laughs> Come on. The the elevator going all different directions. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and the all Wonkavator. the Wonkavator. Mm-hmm. Which turns into uh. a spacecraft, apparently. <laughs> so, so that's I think that's my earliest memory of a fantasy book that I read. Uh, I also remember in terms of sci-fi, like I said, the Star Trek and the Doctor Who novelizations, Return of the Jedi novelization. Mm-hmm. I read that, and I managed to somehow read it before I actually saw the movie. So here I am. I'm the I'm the only 11 year old in my class that actually knew that Luke and Leia were sister and brother before anybody else did. I was like, well, oh, I had I had, they are? I had spoilers. <laughs> Anyway, spoilers, spoilers. If you haven't seen the movie yet, spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> if you haven't yet, you probably were just recently born. Yeah, well, and don't understand any languages whatsoever yet. So that's probably, matter. I think, the only people who didn't know. You that know, was thing. I actually I have coworkers that have never seen Star Wars. Yeah, and and we don't. Mm-hmm. I, I, if friends I can't don't talk dance, to them. and if they don't dance, then they're no friends of mine. I, I know they're coworkers. There's <laughs> yes. a, there's a reason why they don't. That's get it. it. So. Oh. There are, there are two people in the, in the, on the planet. There are people who watch Star Wars and people who are wrong. Yep. <laughs> so Are they the ones that watch Star Trek? Probably. Okay. I, no, no, I'm not going to get into that. That Star Wars versus Star Trek thing. No, I'm not doing that. That was bait. Oh, my God. That was horrible. And I almost took it. In a couple of weeks, so we are going to be talking about The Rise of Skywalker. So get ready for that particular conversation because we're going to put our two cents in on the finale of the Skywalker saga. Um, and we might even have a special guest at the table Maybe. with us. Victor's Harrison Ford. <laughs> yes. And Par- and Parma's Mark Hamill. Yeah. I thought that was uh, Fairport. Fairport. The, the Billy the Billy D. Williams from Brockport. That's right. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, somewhere I think at home I have it cut out of Yoda. Like one of those stand cardboard cutouts. Possible. Maybe. It's possible. Yeah, I think I have one somewhere. All right. So we're going to wrap it up for now. So for Billy... For Tanya, for myself, for Dan, and for Anne, this has been Monkey Business, your one-stop shop for everything geeky. You know what? I don't miss that music at all. I really don't. Oh, Dan, we had the new music. We had the new had music. New Dan, music. can you overlay uh, Madness by uh, by Madness, the, the British band Madness over Her- this? Because I'm going to just keep talking. Madness, Madness, they call it. Anyway, um, so where are we? Uh, pr- Purveyors and producers. producers of the Flower City Comic Con coming at you like a spider monkey at the end of May, May 30th and 31st at the Total Sports Experience in Gates. Find us on Facebook, like us on Twitter, like us on Instagram, follow us wherever we go, and we will lead you to where the entertainment is. You guys, we will see you all very soon. You have a great week. Take care of you, and we'll see you on Nerd World News on Monday night. <gasps> Ciao for now. Bye. Bye.